Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Always. Conspiracy players, and welcome to another episode of Conspiracy Playtime. Today we have returning guest, one of my favorite interviews uh, to date, John Gusty. And I think we mainly focused on anarchy, the power of saying no. And then we kind of just tossed around a few ideas and a few topics and just shot the shit for the last hour. But today we're going to kind of dive into the music industry a little bit more. And, uh, I also have Ryan Dean from Dangerous World Podcast, the news show called Cunt, and I'll let him explain that, and also uh, Monday Night Master Debaters, and he's uh, he's all over the place. So, uh, Ryan, before we let John hop in, you want to just tell everybody where we can find you and what you do? Yeah, man. Thank you for the uh, the intro there. Yeah, the uh, Conspiracy Underground News team is a fun show. Uh, me and my friend Ghost. We just run through different news topics, usually play a lot of videos, kind of like the show No Agenda. And uh, we didn't really intend to make it like that. It just kind of evolved into that sort of thing. And then uh, Monday Night Master Debaters is my good buddy, Matt, uh, from the Great Deceptions show. And he does a good job with that. I just, you know, kind of tagging along on that journey that he's been taking with that. But he he kills it over there, man. A lot of old world stuff that he does. Um, which is fascinating when you look at like old history like that and you just try and like kind of equate what's going on. And, and I mean, there's so many similarities, man. And it's just a, a fun thing to look into. But my main thing, dude, is just uh, looking into all kinds of weird stuff. You know, uh, I'll even get into cryptids. I'm not a big believer in cryptids, but I'll, I'll dabble, you know, um, just the, there's there's so much to talk about, man. So it's fun to uh, meet new people and talk about weird stuff. Yes. And uh I would recommend all of his shows, so go check them out. We'll have all those links in the show now. And uh, now the man of the hour, you betcha. Uh, John Gusty, I think that the best thing to do would just give a recap of you and who you are and what you're about, and then we can jump into some uh, co-opted music industry stuff. I don't know about this whole man of the hour thing. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Thank you for your kindness, uh, Matt. Yeah, our last conversation I thought was epic. One of one of the the better ones I've taken part in as well. So uh, again, thanks for the kind words. Um, at the uh, last fourth quarter of 2019, um, I'll, just real quick, uh, lifetime in the music industry. Um, we went over that a bunch of that last time. I think I've done everything there is to do in the music industry, both you know from the stage and from behind the curtain. Um, I met my wife in the music industry. My wife, at the time that I met her, she's walking with a cane and was diagnosed with having multiple sclerosis. Um, I had uh, been a fairly healthy person up to that point, but, you know, she became a girl. And um, I uh, kind of uh, 
appointed myself general contractor of her health and wellness because as I started going to appointments with her, I uh, realized that you, um, I don't know, I think a lot of people think that the medical industrial complex has got your best interest in mind. And um, yeah, obviously that that was a, you know, a, a grand illusion. And I, I just saw a lot of parallels. I, I knew I knew the entertainment industry back and forth. Um but I saw a lot of parallels in the medical industrial complex, a lot of deception, a lot of uh, pre, you know, scripted narratives, um, a lot of, you know, inversion, you know, telling you one thing when the truth is the other. Uh, There's just a lot, a lot of weird symbolism, you know, the rod of skip, rod of a skip Lee's and the, you know, caduceus rod. I just, there's, there, there's, there, there was a, a, Anything you could say about the dark side of the of the entertainment industry, you can also say about the dark side of the uh, the medical industrial complex. And uh, so that got me um, that that got me involved in some projects. One of which was a book that I started writing with my wife's doctor at the end of 2019 called "The Red Pill Revolution." Um, at the time, again, I will stress it was the fourth quarter of 2019, and um, event uh, 201 had just come out on YouTube, and um, we were already paying attention to stuff like that. Um, just kind of on the side as a hobby. And uh, the project of that that book was, was to take people who are in, um, like ourselves, who are in various stages of becoming aware of things, um, sometimes for the first time, and putting together a bit of a field guide um, that wasn't sassy or finger pointing or declarative. You know, we've got the the truth, right? It was just, just we're just ordinary individuals who who started to notice things and became aware of things and started digging and looking into things and and um you know it, it's it's uh you you could take any any topic whether it's you know the way government is is set up or the way that our food system is set up or or just anything you could you could take any topic and when you start seeing the truth behind it and and the players behind it it can be a lot for for people and some people have just um, woken up to the realities of the political system, but they still don't understand how that ties in with the food system or the media system or, you know, any, any of that stuff. And we just wanted to, to make a kind document that could help, that could walk people, um, through that process. Like, like we've been walking through that process and let them know that, you know, Hey, you know, you're not crazy and, uh, you may, you know, you, you're going to lose friends and family along the way, but, you know, but at the end of the day, that's kind of what happens when, you start messing with people's belief systems. And that's what um, I think that's what everybody is. Um, you know, we're, we, we all have our belief systems. And one of the more, um, I guess, uh, abusive relationships that are out there that, that, that are out there is is the people who are statists, who, who believe in the state, who, who you know, believe in the, the church of the red and blue here in the states, the, the Republicans and the Democrats, everything that comes out of D.C., um, that, that, that is very much, uh, a religion. It's got all the, all, all the, the markings of a religion. It's got the sacred text. It's got the robes. It's got the chants. It's got the, you know, belief in the higher power that there's this entity in, in the disc called the district of Columbia that has the right to tell other people what to do. And they are ordained by God to do so. And, and, and so all that stuff. And, and like the book, the book was just meant to start walking people down that path, like, like, like we were walking down that path. And then um, I said, we start putting it together in fourth quarter, 2019. And, and then, you know, 2020 happened and what a time to be putting together a manual of that kind. And so we just, we just it just turned into a bunch of other things. And, and I think at the end of the day, um, maybe the three of us are all um, in the same 
place where I think we we're content creators and conversationalists, and we're just trying to um, advance the art of of conversation and, and and have conversations about about things that might be a little difficult, odd, or strange for the, your average normie to even take on. And so, um, it just it's just a, a, a weird, strange path that 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 has led to uh, having conversations with the uh, the likes of you, fine gentlemen, today. So let's uh, yeah. And and I think I think we're going to touch on one of my my favorite topics of all time. So, but I'll I'll let I'll, I'll let you, Colby, get in get into that one. Yeah, I just want to do this. I'll throw it in for you, Ryan. I don't know if you were thinking about this as he was talking, but you were doing the same thing, right? You were throwing together a podcast around that time that you know right before COVID. Exactly, man. Right around Christmas, like between Thanksgiving and Christmas of 2019, it seemed like. Um, got our first episodes going in like February of 2020. And then, yeah, this whole thing happens in March essentially. Right. So just, I mean, and, and the way that you said a lot of that, John, like I use a lot of that same terminology, man, a lot of it. So I got to mute myself real quick, but, uh, yeah, dude, it is nuts. All right. Well, uh, I'll just kind of lay the floor or the, the groundwork for what we'll talk about today, but mainly, uh, John and I discovered just having a free-flowing conversation what was that like december that was right before new year's i believe yeah, blue, uh, yeah. It was, it was, yeah so i mean since then my life changed a lot i've uh i've got a kid on the way and it's kind of been throwing my life into like all sorts of ways this, yeah, this I, last I, few I months heard congratulations are in order in fact it's pretty close right I mean, yeah i mean like, as, it's the due date's the 16th of november but as what was happening in the last few days, we didn't know if we were going to have to induce labor or whatever. I mean, I did go over this on another episode, but it's, uh, yeah, it's happening. It's changing my life and it's making me want to do this more. But anyway, to get back to the point, Laurel Canyon came up and you and I just started frothing at the bit and just kind of going back and forth. But before we started recording tonight, John and I were talking about the way McGowan ended uh, weird scenes inside the canyon with a little teaser about the 80s possibly which kind of spills over into the 90s and uh ryan on his show and i i mean uh you'll have to just kind of tell us ryan because it's been a while since i listened to but you were talking about bands like red hot chili peppers tool system of a down and i mean john and i probably spent at least 10 minutes talking shit about dave Grohl in our last conversation (laughs) so Anyway, I, I don't know, Ryan, if you want to just like start talking about some of the stuff you discovered about that, the 90s scene, and then we could kind of see what John knows about that. Cause I mean, he was there. So, yeah, you know, it's interesting. I actually have this site pulled up. Oh, let me give you permission to share. Okay. If you want that, cause I did not do that. I mean, it's such a really, really interesting, like wealth of knowledge here. Um, it's ISGP studies. And I actually think this is kind of like a CIA front site okay, um, you should be good to share that okay um because of the sheer amount of information on here and i mean you know you look up here on the top right uh a harvard history professor says this is still reeling from how much excellent work you've uh managed to bring under one roof harvard's a shady institution oh, yeah, right absolutely so and obviously you know he could just be throwing that out there this could be for clout or whatever but i mean you go through this list of bands here and, and groups of how he's got like proven cia connections to 
Uh, one you didn't mention was Rage Against the Machine. That's a huge one. Oh, the big one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably the, one of the very biggest. And I mean, her, uh, I forget the guy's name. It, I don't think it was, was it Tom Morello or was oh. it De La Rocha who? Mor- Morello's, Morello's mother. Um, okay. Yeah. And in fact, one of, one of, one of Morello's first gigs was, was, was being a runner, you know, a, a, an intern there in the, uh, in the Senate, I believe. Yeah. And like just the the Kenyan connections with them and, you know, any like, you know, political family out of Kenya, they're going to be tied in with the Obamas, too. Right. Because of Obama's dad. So just an interesting situation. You got some weird stuff with Nine Inch Nails as well. Oh, the Laurel Um, Canyon ties with Trent Reznor just started coming up for me recently that I had no idea about. And I uh, and and just to throw this in, you know, Kobe, I was telling you, you know, in in the 90s, I was I, I played with a band called Seven Simons and we were signed to several labels, one of which was TVT Records, which is what Reznor was signed to. We Pretty Hate Machine had been out for about a, a year and then we got signed. And so the, the the money off of Pretty Hate Machine paid for a lot of the stuff that, that we did. So, I, I mean, I got to I got to kind of watch that guy and. Steve Gottlieb, the guy who runs TVT, was was label president. I got to kind of see them behind the scenes as well, which was, which was, which was, which there's some interesting tales there. I want to hijack. I think Reznor is, isn't he now in charge of Apple music? Something crazy like that. It, um, yeah, not, 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 not by, not by happenstance. Apple music. I had no idea about that. Okay. If I heard correctly and it's just like, wow, I mean, that's, that's, got to be a pretty solid gig too but yeah you look at what he i mean his infatuation with uh charles manson and and recording in that house and everything like that you know it's a, it's a weird deal but th- i wanted to pull this up this is like having to do with the grunge scene of seattle and um i don't know if you can verify any of this here john but it's just you know basically that these evergreen state colleges of the world the university of washington they create these radio stations right and then labels come out of these radio stations, Sub Pop being the big one. Um, does this seem legit to you here, this whole breakdown? It it do, it does. Now, I would – you could do a very similar thing like this in, in the in the 80s with yeah, – again, with labels, like labels like like SST and, and, and things like that. And I don't know that I would have believed it uh, in, in, in the early 80s, but absolutely in the in the 90s late late 80s into early 90s i i think it was i think it was intentionally it was an intentionally crafted scene just like the laurel canyon scene was was intentionally crafted and 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 i think this di- this diagram that you're you're putting up here i think is is absolutely legit because those those it it's it's a strange dynamic to think of now because it doesn't mean as much but there and I can tell you as someone who was very, very passionately trying to make their mark in independent music um, in, in a very um, in, you know, we want to do it with integrity. You know, we, I, you know, we, we probably would never have signed a, a major label deal if given the opportunity. So college radio was everything. I mean, college, the, the, the power that college radio yielded was again it's it's it doesn't exist anymore certainly not like it like it like it once did and um so so the college radio acting as farm teams for you know the eventual content release mechanism which would be the label um yeah it makes absolute perfect sense and especially you know the, in this area this demographic you know this this geographic area that you're talking about right here the pacific northwest in particular yeah. 
there's something up with that area, man. You look at all the companies that are coming out of there too: Microsoft, Amazon, Starbucks. I mean, this is like, it's like, you know, Seattle's its own little third world country. You've got some of the worst homeless problems there. And then some of the very richest companies in the world coming out of there. So strange situation, but yeah, you see like, you know, if this, if this uh, graphic is to be believed, you know, funding from the trilateral commission going into evergreen state college, creating KAOS FM. And then on the other side, you know, $600 billion CIA grants basically going to the University of Washington, uh, starting KCMU-FM, and then all these different groups coming out of those two radio stations, them forming together to, to create Sub Pop, and then different Nirvana, uh, Bikini Kill, which I ha- actually hadn't heard of, uh, Green yeah. River, yeah. Soundgarden. Bikini Kill is a great band. Um, is uh, it? Yeah, they, 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 they were phenomenal. Even That's- though they're feminist? um it was it was it meant something different back then i know i know that was first wave, <laughs> but, yeah. first wave feminism that's they were they're the fun ones right yeah yeah like they you know you could you could you could actually have conversations and <laughs> beers together and, and still be friends no yeah. trigger warnings required <laughs> they've really done something wild with that these days but um yeah some other ones that that really stood out to me system of a down because i was a i mean i'm still a huge fan of the music i can separate the art from the artist and you have to if you want to enjoy anything anymore because it's yeah Yeah. i i can up to a point but like like the rage guys like i was i i I worked for tower records for years and um you know back in the day when new releases used to come out on tuesday i saw rage against the machine there the record came the first the first one came out on tuesday and i saw him that thursday in a little club in phoenix called the mason jar and there there must have been 60 70 people there and the only reason why people were there was tom morello had a band previously called lockup and lockup was a pretty big um southern california uh, almost chili peppers ish type of you know funk metal type blend and um and and they just never really made it so most of the people in that room that night were were there because it was you know they're just looking to see what, what Morello was doing next and but that first record was just phenomenal and I, I I believed it I believed every bit of it just like I believed Jello Biafra of the Dead Kennedys just just like you know I I believed Grohl I believed the Nirvana guys you know when they when they first came out but looking back on it now especially with the Rage guys I mean they never there was nothing ever independent about them they were they they were always on sony um and 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 when when i when i hear people refer to rage against the machine these days as sony soy boys it just makes me it just makes me laugh because it's exactly what they are they i mean they clearly meant they meant nothing of what they 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 sang of um because they were us they were one of the first bands that were demanding um people be jabbed to attend their shows they're they're, they're yeah. first on that bandwagon too so i mean uh, uh, how 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 rock and roll is that to be a conformist right. you know corporate slave yeah dude i mean um this uh this guy here i'm not sure if you're familiar with him dylan mm-hmm. carlson yep really interesting dude and and his uh you know musical band it seems like they don't do any uh vocals in his in his current thing but um, this, from what I understand, was like Kurt Cobain's big like introduction into the occult, if I'm not mistaken. Like this dude is like a, essentially like a warlock or a wizard, if you wanted to put it like that. Like the dude is into some wild stuff. He's got like spells tattooed on him and stuff. If I'm, you know, 
understanding the rumors and stuff correctly, but um, yeah, it's I mean, consistent with the narrative I've heard as well. And, and you know, I, I've never been in the room with the guy, same room with the guy, but that's that I've heard very similar things about, about Dylan. Yeah. Dad worked for the department of defense. That's always nice. Right. Oh, so that's very Laurel Canyon esque right there. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just nuts, man. And and you see that over and over again, you know, the big ones are like, uh, Jimi Hendrix being in the military. And then you've got people like, uh, the doors, um, Jim Morrison stuff like that. Right. Well, like his, dad's... his, his papa. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Golf yeah the Tonkin. It's nuts, dude. So you wonder too, like, you know, some of these artists coming out today, I'll stop sharing for, uh, for now, but like th- these artists coming out today, like Doja Cat, right. I- I'm not a big fan of the music, right. At all. Like it's not my style, but what makes someone like that switch? So, crazy i mean i don't know if you guys saw doja cat when she first came onto the scene beautiful i mean stunning gorgeous girl and now she's shaving her head and her eyebrows seems like she's not eating or something he was a very beautiful man when he first came out um do you you think that that's a dude do think that's a dude i need to dive into doja more because i've not heard that one yeah yeah, (laughs) ryan have you heard that no because she had such a nice body before well look at i mean look at megan fox look at Paris Hilton, look at, I mean, are so you see, it, okay? I mean, yeah, I've heard the the Megan Fox and stuff. Is there any like credible proof to these things? Because at a certain point, it almost is like everyone. And I'm not disagreeing, by the way, John. I'm just saying, like, no, no, no. And, and obviously, I mean, unless, yeah, without having actually had sexual relations, seen it. Well, there's no way to confirm it, but. I do, you know, for for a while there, I was really, really getting for for different reasons, not not for for this reason, but I was really getting into to facial biometrics and okay. you know the diff the difference between you know a a, a male face versus a female face and then the male body versus the female body and there I mean there there are some things that you just can't like once you once you you understand it and you know it it's hard to unsee and. And so, you know, like, I, I think that, and I, I say this with like, I just out of, well, oh, there we go. There we go. Um, this is like a, you don't have to believe what the, 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 the powers that shouldn't be are into some very, very dark, um, dark energies, dark right. practices, um, dark procedures dark ceremony they're just they're just into some very dark stuff you don't have to believe i don't have to believe but they do and instrumental in that belief system is is inversion is is the concept of inversion that up is down you know black is white right is left boy is girl girl is boy that that whole thing and so this this type of thing you know being Right now, it's all wrapped up in this transgender thing because it's social posturing, and they're and and they're 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 trying. It's it, it's it's become propagandized, and it's you know a, a movement is being established. But behind that movement, um, I think are some very deeply held um, beliefs, and and I think that uh, and and I'll take it one step further. I wouldn't be too surprised if the if, if if we right now went and saw a Doja Cat performance, the human being on that stage may What's very well not even be the same human I, being that we were just looking at those early pictures. I of. believe that 100 yeah, percent. Because okay. I can I can tell you, you know, I, I, I can tell you firsthand there is all sorts of multi-purposing of of celebrity. 
you know, I mean, like they'll, they'll retire one celebrity publicly, they'll retire them. And then that same human being that was that celebrity will emerge again somewhere else as a different celebrity. So there's that going on. There's, there's, you know, I, you could, wasn't it that like the three Tom Cruise pictures that were you know, the three and guys? Biden is another one that you'd be able to like his 60 minute appearances, his last two. Because I kind of don't pay attention to that kind of shit because yeah. I think it's just a psyop on top of another psyop. It's like, how deep in the lasagna yeah. do you want to go? But yeah. you look at the pictures of two, three months apart, separate interviews. That is not the same guy. It's, and, it's and, almost and, like they're fucking with us on a level. Like, he's got, got a like, Peter like, Griffin like, chin now. I don't know if you've seen yeah, it. It's like yes, he's got a ball yes. sack on his chin. Well, I mean, how many different Hillary Clintons were have there been? You know, I mean, I mean, there's 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 been a, a, a four or five. I mean, if they do it in the entertainment industry, I mean, I don't think it's a big secret. You know, I mean, I, I think, you know, people who, who who follow this type of stuff or at least entertain the, the possibility that it may be legit. I mean, would would say, especially in the entertainment industry, I mean, I, we, we may we might be on the third or fourth Adele, you know. Yep. She doesn't look the same at all. That one's yep. easy to believe. So I do, Brian, for some context here, I want to tell you, John, if I'm, if I speak incorrectly, feel free to step in, but yeah, you, John believes that Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. And like, I've heard that and I haven't really met a lot of people who believed it until John, but I, I love both of those guys, like Alex Jones early on and Bill Hicks is just, you know, he's one of those guys for me. I can all time great. Yeah. 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 And so you do believe that, correct, John? Yeah, well, I, it, that's 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 glossing over it, but I, I think that there there actually was, and there is, and I, and I don't I don't have it here, but I do have it on on a, a hard drive backed up things that I've saved over over the years. But there is there was actually a an Alex Jones radio personality out of Texas, I believe, pretty sure it was out of Texas, and it and it, there there was an Alex Jones, and he kind of looked. Kind of looked a little bit like, I mean, not, not like the Alex Jones that we, 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 we know today, but that individual, there's a whole story there. And it's very Dave McGowan ish where that individual just goes away. And in his place comes this other Alex Jones, you know, and, 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 and it's again, I don't, this is the entertainment industry. This is this is how I always try to try to anchor this stuff. This is the entertainment industry. Nobody really thinks that you know Brad Pitt is the you know is Tyler Durden, and, and you know that's a character that that human being was playing. And hell, I don't even know if Brad Pitt's his real human being name. Who who knows? Um, a lot of these are commercial entities that are created for legal reasons, and you know they're they're not even real people to begin with. But but yes, so I don't I don't think it's too far of a stretch to say if they do it in the entertainment industry, why would they not do it in any other vertical? Be it be it sports, be it religion, be it politics, be it what what whatever it is 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 if, if you've got to those who are trying to control and manipulate need audience. They need they they need an audience and. One thing that you can't do, um, at least currently, is you can't. Nobody has thought up a way to just snap their fingers and have that magic X factor that makes bunches of people love you, you know. And, and you, you, but there, but these people come along. Um, the, the the Kurt Cobain character was, was, was certainly one. I think Taylor Swift would be considered one today. Where for whatever reason, they've just got that X factor that so many people in mass love them. And that's really powerful. And I think when you've got that X factor, 
Um, and, and, and I actually, early on, I helped, you know, I, I live outside of Nashville and uh, in a, in a past uh, employment capacity, I helped Taylor Swift and her father. There was a team of us that helped stuff the Tim McGraw CD single into padded envelopes and send it out to send it out to, to radio. Now, that 16-year-old girl that was in that room that day that that, that I helped and, and saw periodically as, as her career started to take off, um, I firmly, with every ounce of my being, do not believe in any way, shape, or form that the human being that is on the stage today is that same person. So do you think that they are actually, is this a scientific thing? Is this like getting into cloning or is I don't, it? I don't, I don't even think you have to go that far. Look, right? Look, you don't uh, have to, but Eminem, you know, Eminem. Um, it's within the last year or so. Eminem. I think we even talked about this uh, on the last episode. Eminem's um, had had several body doubles, and one of them recently died. Uh, and in the mainstream clip, you know, I forget what, what what garbage mainstream news piece it was, but they even said that this individual had appeared as Eminem at award shows and live appearances, you know? And so there, and, and again, anyone can, can search for the picture of three Tom Cruises and you, 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 you can't tell if one of the, which one is the real Tom, if any of those are the real Tom Cruise, it's not hard to get lookalikes. It's, it, it's just not. And, and it, it's when they go to the, the, the next step of like cosmetically altering people so that they're, you know, you know, perfect dead on ringers for whoever it is that they need a backup for, or, you know, I mean, it's, it's completely plausible because I've seen this happen behind the scenes countless times where um, celebrity a starts off with the best of intentions, garners an audience, hones their craft, does something and has some success and they get to a level of success. And, you know, the, the industry talk, the inevitable industry talk happens and they get, Asked, you know, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, are, are you going to be a team player? Or are you yeah. not going to be a team player? And when that talk happens, you know, one of those options, I think a lot of people, you know, even if they're following this narrative up to this point would think, well, well if they just if they disagree, do they kill them? Well, I don't think that that always happens. They, they can if, kill if their ever, career, which well, is or they can strike a deal and they can go, hey, you know, I'm I'm kind of done with this. You know, like I thought I wanted to do this. And now that I got this fame and fortune. I, I, I don't really want to do this anymore. Well, it's a very sound business model for the entity that got you there, financially backed you and got you there and, and, and is your business partner and in some cases owns you straight up to just get a stand in. And just and, and just, you know, and for someone like Doja Cat, I mean, it, it's, it, you know. Does has anyone ever like sat and w watched Doja Cat actually play an instrument? Or I mean, it would it would be pretty easy to get a stand-in for for. I mean, right. you're essentially it's it's like the old Brady Bunch episode. You just need someone to wear the clothes, you know, or so, wear, the, wear the suit. You know? What do you think of the Paul McCartney rumors? Is that just like absolutely? I mean, I, I I'm dead dead believer, uh, dead on believer okay. that 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 McCartney was 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 taken out and was killed in that auto accident. I mean, I mean, and. and and I think that's even that's a great storyline, too, because we can learn a lot from that because they didn't even there were some big oversights. I mean, you're talking like several inches different in height 
you're talking about some 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 ex-wives and and that 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 spoke out a little too soon. Like that was it was a bit of a I think it was probably one of the first times in Prototype. modern media where, where where they had to address that issue because there was so much of, there was so much audience garnered for that that brand and it was it was new something like that had never really happened before and they couldn't lose that audience they couldn't lose that momentum so it made sense to keep it going and 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 I don't think it's conspiratorial at it, it, honestly, I mean, if I'm looking at it from an entertainment industry standpoint and, and a logistical business model and, and decision making process, I think it, it, it's it's not it, it's it's not even that far fetched. Well, it seems like it would actually make more sense if someone's a cash cow and then they die in their in their peak. Right. Like, why would you want them like all that business to just go away? I mean, concerts create little economies in cities when they mm-hmm. go to them, you know. The amount of business that like Taylor Swift that you mentioned, which I can't stand every time I'm watching a freaking <laughs> Chiefs game. I don't need to see her eating nachos every time Travis Kelsey touches the ball. I swear she, ha- like, she has an orgasm every time they pu- put the camera on her. It's she loves like... it. And do you think that there's any relation to Zena LaVey there? Oh, I, I, I like that. One. I like that we're going here because I was thinking about this this morning. <laughs> This okay. very thing, yeah, because so you've seen the similarity, Colby. John, have you seen the similarity between her and Zena Levay? I have not. Okay, I'll pull this up because this is a dead ringer. And are you familiar with who the Zena Levay is? Uh, I've heard the name, but I don't think I could give you a 30 minute presentation on Zena right. Levay and her. Talent. So, Anton Levay's daughter basically, you know, is all, yeah. all you need to know. Anton Levay, big uh, yeah, Satanist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, check this girl out, dude. I mean, this is Taylor Swift right here, yeah. The younger pictures, especially, and I mean, this was her on the Geraldo show, you know, and then like modern times, she looks like she could be her mom, you know, just, I don't know. It just looks like a dead ringer to me. So what do you, what's your explanation for that, Ryan? Do you have any guesses? What's my explanation? I think like, you know, she could be her daughter. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe a clone. I don't know. I, I haven't really thought too much about it. I always just, you know, for sake of being kind of controversial, I always just say, you know, it is her. But you know, um, and, and there's the 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 people who believe and 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 live this way, this and and, and are in that that dark lifestyle. Um, they a, 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 a common thread that seems to run through whenever you're talking about this is, is they all seem to be tied to the eugenics movement or, or, or belief system. And part of that eugenics thing is, is, is immortality. Right. Um, and, 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 you know, the, the, the use of the use of blood and, and to, 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 to obtain that immorality or that, that youthfulness. And so it's, I, I mean, I don't, it's uh well that guy that's in the news all the time right now he's the tech dude that's like taking his son's blood and he's got I mean they talk about him on Joe Rogan I can't think of his name off the top of my head but he's literally doing the blood transfusions openly with younger people and there's a company called Ambrosia that does that where they take uh blood from willing young adults they say right hey everybody's um, broke right now it's the perfect fucking opportunity you know just give some blood Dude, I had a friend and I was when we were kind of all broke, you know, back in like my early 20s, 
we worked at a breakfast restaurant and every time it was his birthday, he would go and donate plasma because he'd get he'd get 50 bucks. And then when you're low on blood like that, you go to the bar, you only need like one drink to get like completely drunk. So he's going in there, he's giving blood and then just getting completely wasted off of like five bucks. It's so funny. But yeah, man, we're going back to those times. Yeah, man. Talk about ingenuity, man. See, that's that's next level. That's that's making the most. (laughs) Dude's living in the future. For sure, yeah, I, I I I salute that way of thinking. Right, I don't know if I uh, would. I've never done that, and I I consider no. myself to be a, a a drinker, but yeah, wild. Um, but yeah, man, just when you look at all these different people and like the possibilities, I know another uh, fun one is uh, freaking um, Jimi Hendrix and Morgan Freeman. Morgan right, Freeman, yeah. Don brought that up in our last episode together. Actually, okay, the, the rumor. I didn't. You're not okay. So I'm sorry for glossing over the Bill Hicks thing with you, but I actually yeah, just yeah. wanted you to give that whole uh, speech you did about that, John, because I think it's a huge part of this. Is because I mean Saddam Hussein had body doubles, and if with that economy, if they can pull that kind of shit off, like well, and 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 it's and it's easier like when it's when it's when it's a character like Saddam Hussein or look how many different Osama bin Ladens were there when 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 it's something when it's a character like that that you are not going to run in you're not going to run into Saddam Hussein or 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 Osama bin Laden at Walmart you know what i mean you you might run into a taylor swift or something like that you know but Ooh. but when it's a but when it's a character like a Saddam Hussein you don't even have to go to the ext- you just you just need some photographs really or some or some you know obscure video footage of that and and and, and that person can be whoever whoever they want that person to be but but the 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 bill hicks thing i think it, it is a perfect um it, i think it's perfectly sane and perfectly plausible to say that that would be a good example of someone who maybe got to where he wanted to go as as a stand-up comedian was clearly pushing some buttons um probably had the talk and was probably made an offer and said, you know, that, you know, those, I know those talks, like I said, it's not just, you know, be a team player will kill you. You know I mean? It could be, you know, well, what, what, what if, what if we do this? What if, what if we, you know, we basically cash you out and you go live happily ever after anonymously over here and we'll, we'll bring in somebody who can carry the brand on. And, and, uh, and sometimes those, those, those situations get signed off on sometimes, like I believe would happened with the, the Hicks, Alex Jones thing is, is, is they said, you know, look, you know, let's, let's, let's retire this character. Um, and if you don't completely want to, you know, fuck off and, and, and go quietly <laughs> into obscurity, some, sometimes those people want to keep working. And... Well, I mean, to be a stand up comedian, you crave the spotlight. So to have the opportunity to become a, Alex Jones. They're playing it. They're playing a, a, a part of a character. And, and again, it's, it's, it's infotainment, if you will. And if you notice, even like, I don't know, I always, there was always something about the whole Alex Jones thing that just always, I was always really skeptical of, because it just seemed to, um, I don't know. It seemed to set up. It was, it was, it was almost like the same, same thing with like Rush Limbaugh. You know, it it just seemed too set up like, okay, you know, here, here is your go-to guy for this mindset or whatever. And, and so I, I, I never, I never bought into Alex Jones. I always thought it was, it, it was, it was just a little too convenient, but um, he gets away what, with saying some wild stuff too, John. Like, yeah, and, and, 
and and this the whole thing about like the him the the, the whole be, him being persecuted for Sandy Hook and the insane amount of money that that that's that's, that's just news like I I guarantee he still got his not, show going I mean how much if is that really happened lost? to you or me like if that happened to any of us we'd be absolutely devastated and 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 probably not even I, I mean little old me. Two days ago, got got my Vimeo, two of my Vimeo accounts wiped out. Just no questions asked. Just just got said, you know, you, you, you know, because my content violated their terms of, of use or whatever. And it was it was just talking about medical industry stuff. It wasn't, you know, we weren't talking about anything conspiratorial, um, but it, but they, they didn't like it. So if if little old me can get my uh, my Vimeo accounts wiped out you know, a couple of days ago. How how is Al if 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 Alex Jones is really who he says or we're told he is? How how he's still even got a show and no, knowing yeah. knowing what what the supposed narrative is? So I don't know. It's it's just um, again it's infotainment. Well, they'll tell you that he, you know he got wiped off of all the podcast podcatchers and and all this stuff, but that got him so much more popular mm-hmm. and more people started paying attention, trafficking his website, buying his merch. I mean, yeah. you know, watching his Howard show, Stern model. Yeah, I mean, watching a show, it's like a giant infomercial, man. You get five minutes of content. Info wars, infomercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's really nuts. And now they're doing the same thing with uh, Owen Schroyer, who's one of the guys that works for him. Where like it seems like every other year he's facing jail time or something, you know. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I I heard too that uh, Alex Jones is the nephew of Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't know if that's real or not. Really. Yeah. Mm. I know that he worked. He was on the payroll of Time Warner, though, for well, a while. And I always found it interesting that Richard Linklater, pretty prominent filmmaker, he's done. A, I mean, he did Dazed and Confused, but the stuff that I liked from him was like uh, Waking Life. That just real cerebral, trippy ass. It's the. It was the animation that they add on to real footage and post production. It invented it, but Alex Jones got a plug on there. He got to be a character, and then he did a Scanner Darkly, which is based on a yeah, yeah. K. Dick novel. Alex Jones is also in that. He gets fucking swarmed by a SWAT team or some shit, and he was nobody back then. It's almost like what John's saying: like they needed to put this guy in some pretty mainstream well, movies, really, to work. You know, I mean, again, yeah. I mean, maybe you know, maybe the uh, the Bill Hicks character, maybe he pushed that a little too far, and, and then... he's tied into Tool, which cannot be overlooked <laughs> since that's the era yeah. of mu- that we're talking yeah. about with the music yeah. stuff. Who, who only releases records when Democrats are in power. Um, uh, that is true. Huh? That one stabs deep, guys. I'm a hardcore tool fan. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, dude, I, 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 it stabs deep for me too because I, I, uh, even to the point where, like, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've got some of the original bottles of Maynard's wine, you know, like because I, I, I really, I really dug what he was. I grew up in Arizona, so I, I dug the idea of him telling, you know, again, I believed it. I believed that he, you know, pretty much said, fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go grow wine and volcanic ash on the side of a mountain in Arizona. I was like, that sounds pretty cool. And I love wine and I love the, the organic growing thing. So I'm, you know, I got, I got really into that, but, but no, dude, he's, he's, he's military intelligence. And I mean, he, yeah, he, he joined voluntarily to pay for art school and then his fucking uh, tie in with Joe Rogan now, like they're just best friends. Joe Rogan well, again, and Maynard. These 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 people, they they those that want to work, and he's one of them that that, that wants to work. They they get they get put to work, and 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 you know they they can pull an audience, and so they're I don't know these, 
it's again, I don't, I don't even think it's conspiratorial. I think, I think it's just how that business model is structured. And um, if you're a good employee and you, and you, and you want to, and you want to work and you can, and you can be a team player, you're going to, you're going to have all sorts of success. You're going to, I mean, look at, you know, I mean, look at somebody like Jack Black, you know? Oh, I mean, let's talk about him. Cause I, he's always confused me. So go for it. <laughs> no, I just think he's, he, I think he's one of those, he, he's he's probably employee of the month every month <laughs> for, for, for doing you know i mean he just he is he's multi-purpose to death i mean I hardcore think he's, dave Grohl connection too there oh, absolutely, I mean. absolutely which which is again you know girl girls one what girl if if he ever was one of us he's long since left that um that camp and he i he, think he, the he, way he conveniently that. became nirvana's second drummer just kind of happenstance i think that horse whole story has got because he's from dc am i right about yeah. that yeah we, yeah he was in a band called scream yeah yeah he's in a dc band called scream and um and and got that and got that gig and and i don't know i mean he's uh you know again i think he's someone who he wants to work and he's and he's a willing he, he's he's a willing team player and you know I'm, hey I'm, what I'm about sure. what about this is he possibly okay I don't want to accuse anybody of anything here. This is just thought exercise. But you always talk about blood sacrifice. Everybody says Kurt was Courtney's blood sacrifice. But I've heard a couple more obscure people say, no, he was Dave Grohl's sacrifice. And I don't know what that means. You know, who knows who pulled the trigger. But look at who has launched since then. And it started real quick, too. It was only a couple years before the few fighters was the biggest band. Are you saying that Dave Grohl, the guy who made a movie about him killing his bandmates and then released the movie and then his bandmates, his bandmates started to die? Are you talking about that, Dave Grohl? Oh. He's the Good. devil in uh, Tenacious D, too. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He's the freaking devil in that, man. Yeah. yeah. They're... Uh... I, when I first read about that that Dylan guy that I mentioned, uh, the dude connected to uh, Cobain. Kurt Cobain, uh, forgetting his last name already, Carlson, Dylan Carlson. Um, I thought he might have been the one that was kind of putting putting this whole thing together with the suicide of Kurt Cobain, but he hasn't really like risen to that star level like Grohl has. Um, but then like you look at Courtney Love and her dad was the roadie for the Grateful mm-hmm. Dead. Right, which is wild. I mean, like the, it's such a small and the, world, and the, right? And the dead, the the dead is crazy. Oh, they're the CIA, CIA band, right there. Yeah, I mean, you know he I mean? and he was the manager when they were the fucking warlocks. I mean, he was there from the beginning, and the then, warlocks, dude. Yeah, I and, and then I mean, she basically uh, Laurel Canyon to fucking Liverpool when her dad was living there. She showed up with the CIA handlers and a fucking suitcase yeah. full of LSD. And then she started yeah. coming here and her wake goes all up and down the West coast. I mean, she's a foot yeah. soldier for Laurel Canyon kind of type MK. Absolutely. Shit. And, and I think, I think Cobain is an interesting character because in my opinion, I think Cobain was, was used. If, if, if I, if I had to explain the whole, you know, my take on what has happened, I think Cobain, um, was one of those people for whatever reason he had that it factor um he could draw an audience people were, were yeah i mean we i i was very guilty of that too man i, I mean, second i second i heard bleach i i was it was just love it love it, love it first sight and 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 i was there I, lo- I loved every fucking minute of it but looking back on it i think you've got um 
I think the girl character has got dark, dark connections uh, and, 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 and a past that uh, would, would indicate that, that maybe Courtney Love for sure. Um, you know, may, maybe that Dylan Carl, I think Cobain was, was taken out purposefully to create brand awareness and create this ongoing legacy scenario that can just be monetized until the end of time. Because I don't think that he would have been a good team player. No, he was already starting to show interest in leaving Nirvana and then he ends up dead. Yeah. And I think very, very, very similar scenario with Michael Jackson too. I mean, looking at, I mean, I think Michael Jackson was obviously much, much bigger, but Michael Jackson was, was hard to control. Even when they tried to destroy him, they tried to Bill Cosby him, you know, he was still speaking out. And I mean, there's all sorts of Michael Jackson footage out there. Again, I've saved a lot of it where, you know, he, he's, he's looking into the camera going, everything you're telling you is, you know, that our history, it's all, I mean, he's, yeah. you know, I think, I think he was hard to control as well. And, and so he was, I think he was, he was taken out and that just ensures that that brand goes on forever and ever and ever. And yeah. And so I don't know. I think, I think, I think Cobain was, was a, was a, a, a puppet and was used and, and I don't even know that it was a sacrifice as, I mean, I don't know, maybe, 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 some close to him looked at it as a sacrifice, but I think from a strategic standpoint, they just, that was the best path forward, get rid of them, create this, you know, you know, oh my gosh, you know, when somebody dies and nothing, nothing boosts your sales like dying, you know, and, and, and it was the right place, right time, you know, right era. And, and, and they, they made him into this, this mega brand that, you know, now you can walk into a Walmart anywhere and buy a Nirvana t-shirt. And that's, 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 it's big business. Do you know much about that Geffen Records, John? Geffen Records, their uh, I guess well, that was their record label. Well, yeah, I mean they, they, I mean they were they're definitely a, you know I mean they were a David Geffen who is, is another character, right? You know, I mean we could we could probably do a whole show on David Geffen and and uh, and the, his weird connections and 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 and. and lifestyle choices and i mean, I mean he's, he, is he's, there he's, is there some cliff notes of that you could get yeah us? i'd love to hear some we should we should i mean seriously like we should Just we should do, do like do a show on like music industry big wigs like like geffen because i mean him and um you know the the all the everybody behind you know like amat with 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 atlantic and and the, the whole warner brother there, there's there's some pretty deep connections i mean it's 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 again it's more it's more of the same it's 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 cia military okay. intelligence you know it, it 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 does seem when when you get into this and you start looking at the um the background of 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 really any of these big entertainment brands it does seem to they all have a common thread that there's you know there's military cia ties to to almost everybody and in fact that that um the, not to make light of this, because I'm I'm sure that there were some people who actually really, really did suffer and perish. But that um that mall, the supposed bowling alley shooting a couple of days ago was it yesterday or in Dave? Maine? The very the I mean I I just saw a headline come through, and I'm already like the my very first place my mind went was I I don't I don't know. I just saw that the picture of the shooter coming in through the bowling alley with the, you know, with the gun race. I was like, I guarantee to you that that guy is got military connections. I, they I, always I, do. Yeah. I, I guarantee you. And, and, and it was like within the first 
few sentences of the paragraph that I was reading was like, yeah, well, that, well, I went down a freaking rabbit hole the other day and did an episode on it too, where, you know, there's this, this chemical company that is also heavily affiliated with the, the medical industrial complex, which is a term I use as well. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the Solvay family, but this is a thing oh, that you'd be obsessed with. John. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They are incredibly interesting and they, they made the drug. It was an SSRI. I think it's still in existence today, but that the, uh, the Columbine shooter, I mean, that's the OG school shooting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that one of the shooters, I forget which one, but he was on their, their drug. And just the the wake of bodies that these freaking people leave, man. And like whether they're poisoning rivers or just completely neglecting like standard safety protocols with their chemical production and then just turning around, they're heavily invested in fluoride. And I mean, you know, it seems like a really small world. Again, when, when you get into high levels of society, it's all, you know, people that freaking know each other, whether it's the, the music industry, um, you mentioned Geffen. Rick Rubin's another one that I'm really interested in. I mean, the guy is incredibly talented, it seems like. But then it's like and, and he's, it- led, he's led a very charmed life, uh, almost, almost almost too charmed. I, he's actually um, fr- from a, a a production standpoint, he's produced some of my favorite records. And, and uh, interesting, know, he, dude, he was the one that, uh, you know, that took Johnny Cash at the end of his life and got Johnny Cash, you know, all those wonderful recordings he got right. out of Cash before Cash passed away. <laughs> But um, I actually have a. You don't a like you don't like his old or his uh, newer stuff. I don't. No, I I, I get awesome. I, I get sad when I listen to it because I I love Johnny Cash and yeah, like. I, I, I mean, think, it, it it was it was it was cool. If nothing else, just you know, and I'm an absolute music nerd, but if nothing else, you know, and and Cash, you know, like like I actually, you know, I want to say. He was my friend, but you know, I mean, I I, I managed to Tower Record Store here in Nashville for years, and and he was a regular visitor to that store, and and and, oh, cool. and, and I I employ I employed his granddaughter Caitlin, and and you know, like I mean, there you know, he he was a regular at the store. He he, he was cool. He, he was a, he was a he was a good guy, and and um and was always real good to us, um and. But but I, I thought it was cool. It was cool that that Ruben. It could, it could have been anybody, but it was Ruben that did it. That that got that guy to one last time because I don't think he had a whole lot of spark left. In yeah. Him. So here's but the Ruben I, got him I, excited. I, yeah. I want to clarify because you. It seems like you had some run-ins with him. So to me, it seemed like maybe they were getting like a Joe Biden presidency, like just like a last money maker, and that they just sat oh. him down. But you know, I I've heard Trent Reznor say that's not my song anymore. Yeah, yeah. And if he, if I'll just put it this way, and you'll you'll know, John. But if he was into it, and it wasn't just like, I mean, I'm sure he was. He, no. it, was well, he it was in his blood. But he 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 is. Um, I'm, you know, being being an old you know, rock and roll, especially punk rock guy. I I am, I long for those type of artists that can just stand up in a room with like an acoustic guitar and nothing else and just fucking slay you. And, and that's such a rare, it's always been a rare talent, but it's even more rare these days because, you know, most people don't actually play instruments. It's all, you know, the music is all played for you, you know, on a lot of these electronic, you know, I mean, even guitar players, I mean, I, you go, you go watch your average guitar player, young guitar player playing in a band and they've got, you know, they've got more foot pedals, on the, you know, and effects and stuff like that. And it's like, I want someone who can just pick up a guitar 
acoustic or otherwise, and 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 sing a song and fucking slay you. And Cash was read it. Yeah, Cash was one of those kind of guys. And 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 there there was a while there where there was a there was a group of them. You know, you know, you 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 had the, you know you had the Merle Haggards and you know the, the the those type of people who could just pick up a guitar and sing you a song. And 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 so um, he. Uh, at the end of his life, he got an opportunity to do that again. Um, and I think it was because of Ruben. Um, and Ruben obviously is a huge um, fan of stripped down production, you know, I mean, he, and, and straight ahead production. And, and so it was, like, it was, you know, whether or not Ruben's got evil ties or whatever, I, I am thankful that we got that last little bit of music out of, out of cast because it wouldn't have happened otherwise. Well, we're on yeah. that topic. Do you think the outlaw country has some like Laurel Canyon esque? attributes behind it or is it kind of one of the organic ones because i got to think that some of these music movements are like actually grassroots some i, could, to be, I right? could be wrong about that but i do think that they yeah i think they kind of have to be some of them yeah well they, they, i think i think everything is grassroots when it first starts out yeah until get, until somebody so sees how green that grass is and they want to exactly. get, a little, get in it, on it exactly yeah and and so you know i mean there i'm i'm sure that there was a time you know i mean like with like like with nirvana you know when that that band that recorded bleach that first that first release i mean i i do to this day believe that that i'm listening i'm listening to a you know real music that was made by guys that were my age at the time and 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 I, and I don't think it was manipulated at that point but it got manipulated very quickly when that caught fire and 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 there wasn't man there wasn't a there weren't too many things that have happened in my lifetime that took off that fast like like nevermind took off i mean i mean i was working in record stores when that happened and and it was unbelievable i was overnight just all you know and, and again like now nowadays it doesn't seem so weird because you know you can go from being a nobody to world famous overnight because of the internet but when 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 there wasn't any of that and and your fame depended upon these these physical things yet people had to go buy you know and then pat and then you know i had to come over to your house and go dude you got to hear this song you know and then you were like oh, i gotta go buy that song and then uh, it just happened organically and physically it's like that that doesn't that doesn't happen much if if at all anymore and and it's it, and it's a powerful thing when when it does and and so this just again I, I I sorry if I keep repeating myself but that ability to attract audience at that level is is really valuable to the powers that shouldn't be and 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 at some point you know like I said I think most things are are organic and and real when they start out but man when 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 they, when they smell that green grass you know it, it, it gets things get co opted quick yeah. Just ask right. Kanye West. Oh, I know. <laughs> it is interesting though how you bring that up, Colby. The the like how many of these you know music genres are legit and how many are grassroots, how many aren't, whatever. Like the whole crime rhyme thing, that was absolutely a hundred percent created by the government. It seems what is like. it? Crime rhyme? Crime rhyme. Like what uh are you familiar with that, John? It's like what uh NWA was doing, like where it's oh. just like where yeah. hip hop started off as a really positive thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, rhyming and kind of being goofy. And then they start talking about killing and selling drugs and pimping and all this stuff. And obviously it's catered to the black kids, right? Obviously now everyone listens to it, but at, at its beginning, it was catered to black kids to help separate the family units, right? To kind of glorify being a deadbeat dad. 
um, all these and things, it, man. And it happened right around the time when the whole crack, you know, infusion in, in, into the, that community was happening. No, I mean, you're right. And I mean, there are, I mean, a, you know, I confessed I'm a music nerd and yeah. I absolutely love late eighties, early nineties, New York hip hop, like all of it, all of it. I, I mean, Eric B and Rakim, uh, Wu-Tang, you know, all of that stuff. And, and it was all positive. I mean, yeah, like, funny. When, almost, when, right? Yeah, when hit when hip hop came out, it was braggadocious, and 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 then it went from being braggadocious to being like you know, like a very positive thing. All that you know, all that conscious hip hop that came out, it, it was you know, it was it was because of what was happening in the community. But no, one hundred percent. The uh, you know, I mean, NWA was put together by you know Jerry Heller. Um, not. Not, not, not exactly your, you know, your, 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 your urban media mogul. Right. He was an old Jewish dude, you know, with a bunch of money. <laughs> well, they, they, they kind of had a little nod to that in the Sopranos with uh, one, I think his name was Saul. He was the Jewish character that was like the producer and he had put together this gangster rap band. Interesting. And they didn't really, it was just one episode and it wasn't like, it was just kind of a little tip of the hat. So, Yeah. Well, supposedly the story is the, you know, whoever, whatever asset. And then you also think about that easy ends up in the white house and then probably contracts AIDS there. Right. I mean, that was, <laughs> that's a weird situation, dude. Like how do you go from being easy E doing what you're doing, selling drugs and all this stuff, you get approached. You're kind of the face of this group that is really kind of like damaging the youth. And it makes me sound like an old person saying that, but that's what they were doing. That's um, that is what they were doing. And then you end up in the freaking White House, man. Like, not that many musicians get to the White House, right? And then uh, supposedly the story was they approached, like, the, the uh, like, I think it was Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs. Mm -hmm. And they said, like, hey, start talking about this, and we'll make sure that you get a lot, a lot of money. And he's like, well, no, we're not going to change our sound. And then they kind of fell off, you know, after a little while. And And now, I mean, there's freaking movies being made of N.W.A. And it's, you know, I don't know, man. Ice Cube is still a freaking thing. He, I think he owns ESPN. Yeah. 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 I, and, and he, I'm a massive cube fan and, and, and every day I'm like, Oh, please don't let that guy. Like I, I want, I want to believe that he is who he says he is. He's one of the few that hasn't um fully disappointed me yet. Well, you know? give him time because why would he be as big as he is? I mean, I, I can't, well, I he can't didn't buy... grow up as poor as he said, no, his parents were fairly wealthy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was the private school guy, right? He got yeah. bust in from the projects, he always says. But, I mean, he's a movie star. He's really yeah. into politics in the last two elections. He kind of just, like, skirts in and he gives massive, some drops some fucking awesome shit to say about what's going on. He, massive uh, stakeholder in ESPN and Disney, if I'm not mistaken, too. Like, huge, yeah. like, um, like yeah. borderline owner of that shit, which is wild. So, yeah. Oh, man. I, again, I just, I, I don't want to, I don't want to believe. You got to kill <laughs> your know, darlings. Man. I mean, that's oh, what we're that's what we're doing here tonight. Like, I I used to fucking have out of body experiences listening to some of the bands we're talking about. That would that would mean the only one left would be Morrissey. How how <laughs> ironic is that? Is that Morrissey of 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 anybody? You know, Morrissey ends up being like the most legit, real. Just it would make it would make sense in a lot of ways, though, because yeah. I, I disagree with his politics. I disagree with his lifestyle, <laughs> but. He doesn't fucking compromise jack shit. He's he's never claimed to be anything other than who he is, you know. Yeah. And, and and he's never made any bones about it. And 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 he's just yeah, you know, hey. And you gotta you gotta respect that. 
You know, I mean, I, 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 I will, I will respect anybody that just owns who they are. And, and, and he has, like, I got to give him credit. Oh, please don't say ice cube is one. Of well, them. I don't know. You know, it's just <laughs> one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm always skeptical of these huge figures, you know, and, and like you said, you can still separate the art from the artists. You know what I mean? Like I do it with just about everybody. And like, I'm a huge UFC fan mm-hmm. and I really like Dana White, like what he says and like how he runs the company, but his personal life and his morals kind of yeah. suck. You know, he just partnered up with Bud Light, which, you know, I saw this great meme where uh, Bud Light's trying to prove that they're not gay by sponsoring a sport where men roll around in their underwear for 25 minutes. Right. <laughs> um, it, it, I, I, you know, you got to separate these guys from what they actually do. But I think that, you know, he's an incredibly entertaining and interesting guy, but probably a horrible person. You got to hand it to Anheuser-Busch, man. They, uh, they, they didn't even what whatever it cost to make up those one or two little mock cans and and, and push that little scripted narrative out. You know, like o- overnight, Modelo, which is another brand that they own, becomes the number one selling you know beer. You know, overnight. It, this episode it, is is brought to you by Modelo. Hey, <laughs> no, uh, Ryan, I like that beer you're drinking. That's from my neck of the woods. I love this stuff, man. Yeah, that's yeah. why. Oh, I there you green. go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. New, New Belgium. Yeah. yeah man. Fort Collins, Colorado, man. My, that's where my, 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 my in-laws grew up right around the corner from that brewery, man. I, I watched those guys go from a little, just a, a little building to, to what they are now. And, and, and they're, I think they're, they've got like, I don't know, half dozen breweries now. Yeah. They're huge. The you mentioned too, that you, that you grew up in Arizona. What part of Arizona you grew up in? Grew up in Tempe. Okay. I'm in Tucson. Nice. I was, I was, I was asking I was myself, should I tell John that, hey, you know, he's from Arizona too? Because it's come up twice now. We're yeah. like the Arizona connection here. How long have you been in Tucson? My whole life, man. 32 years. Oh, right on. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Mount, Mount Graham was one of my favorite places to, uh, to hang out. I, I, I've been, been up on that mountain a lot. And, uh, do you, do you remember the band Gentlemen After Dark? No. Oh, they were really, 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 uh, fundamental uh, Tucson band that that migrated up to Phoenix and uh, yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, but no, no I, I I I like the Tucson. In fact, I'm 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 heading that way here in, in about a week. I've got a I've got a, a high school reunion I am attending in Tucson. No, I'm, well, I'm, I make it down to Tucson, but the reunion's in Tempe. Okay, because I was going to yeah. say, what school? There's only like seven high schools down here, so <laughs> I would have I would have known what it is. But yeah, man, it's interesting, like just the the culture, and they're they're trying to push music and hip hop a lot here right now. It's it's obviously everywhere, but it's kind of kind of funny because there's not like they try to make it seem like it's like dangerous here, like you know, a lot of the the hip hop, the big like mega hip hop meccas or whatever you want to call them, New York. LA things like that there's actually like pretty dangerous parts there and they kind of glamorize that and they're trying to make it seem like it's like that here in Tucson and it's not man it's actually a really safe like legit place there's some shady spots just like there is in any freaking city any, yeah any, any city's got that but yeah. it's funny man it's like why not like own the fact that like crime is pretty low and why not own the fact that it's a good place to live and raise a family but instead you're trying to push this narrative out there that's just not true that it's dangerous and you know call it dirty tea and all this shit it's like come on dirty tea (laughs) yeah dude isn't that bad it's not i mean it's dirt there's a lot of dirt out here but it's a freaking desert 
Yeah, but if, if it bleeds, it leads, man. You got to get the right. you get that, that that kind of attention. Yeah, you can't you can't can't, can't have peace, love, and harmony. Yeah, that that's no fun. Yeah, it's like people just love chaos, man. Yeah, they do, they do. Well, yeah, I mean, we 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 are marinating in narcissism, and you know, chaos is chaos is a great petri dish for narcissism. It's that main character complex that so many people have where everyone thinks that like they're living their main, like they're like the main character in a movie and everyone else is just like living in their reality. I think it's kind of a wild idea. Yeah. And I, you know, I I get down to simulation theory, but I don't think it's just my simulation. We're all fucking doing it. Like regardless, like I think the Truman show is dead on except for that's happening to all of us. Like we're all Truman. So I don't know. Uh, do you guys like, do you want to keep going for a while or, cause I think there's all sorts of places we could go with this. I'm down for whatever you guys want. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I feel like when we were talking about the nineties music scene, we were hit some good points and then kind of just straight out. I mean, there was a question I had and I don't remember it now, but it was, it was about something you said, John, and it was about the nineties music, like early nineties. But Ryan, if you had anything, cause we kind of like got off of that, but did you hear anything in that area where you wanted to keep going with your stuff? Well, so, I mean, like the big thing that, uh, hopefully it'll kind of spark back your nineties thing. Cause yeah, that's a really interesting time. That's when I was listening to like Metallica and like S and M came out Metallica S and M where they worked with the trans Siberian orchestra. I think it was. And dude just blew my mind. So hopefully you'll think of that because that was a good music era. But um, like with Rick Rubin, man, that, he's such an interesting character to me. One thing that I found wild about him is that he was huge into magic. Like his first love was magic when he was a kid. And then he started gravitating over towards music. And that to me just like screams of like wizard or like warlock or any of this stuff. If you believe in like energy manipulation, that's what that is, man. It's like taking something, taking someone's emotions, using sounds and vibrations and whatnot to, I don't know, evoke an emotion or I don't know. It's just strange that he that he's in magic and then gets into music and he's like the freaking best at it. Right. And you had a clip in one of your shows where he was talking to Serge when they were recording yeah. Chops. Is it Chop Suey? Yeah. Where he said, pick up a book, open it point something like that right like open yeah it. and i don't know how legit that is but what a freaking cool he story he told that story on joe rogan's podcast so he's saying it's true that that yeah. happened I, I don't know either if it's legit but what book was that it sounds like a bible verse almost father why have you forsaken me yeah Are yeah you- he didn't say uh what book it was but yeah the story goes like you know they're surge tanking and, and system of down they're struggling to you know come up with uh you know, basically like it seems like a bridge or something in, in uh chop suey. And then, you know, they're stalling. They can't figure anything out. Rick Rubin says, Hey, pick up any random book, open a page and just stick your finger on a line in the book. And that's going to be this middle part of the song that we don't know. We're just going to throw that in there. And it's that, you know, the, the thing that, that Colby said, it's like the, why have you forsaken me? Something, right. It's just like, things like that are really interesting man and like you know it's a cool story no matter what but it is kind of magical yeah and and i don't i don't think that the um it's such a stretch to go from magic to music because i i'm um i'm really really i'm really interested in and fascinated by energetics um i i 
I think everything is, you know, there's, there, there, there's balance to everything. And I, and I think that, um, you know, if you, if you have a particular skill or some, or, or, or knowledge, you can, you know, you can use it for good or you can use it for bad. And, you know, frequencies and vibrations and, 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 and the, the different types of frequencies and vibrations and how they affect people, um, is, is very, very interesting. I mean, the whole topic of, you know, Rockefeller changing standard tuning, you know, right. from 432 to 440, just to create this. I mean, the, now there is a great example of he had some occulted knowledge. He 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 knew what he was doing. You you don't just randomly go. You know what I want to do today? I want to I want to start a worldwide effort to change standard <laughs> tuning. Yeah, yeah. It was just like it was just very very well thought out. You know, to, to even what to change it to, and um, and in a way that is it's it's starting to get magic like um the the manipulation of frequencies um what how frequencies manipulate physical matter all of that it it, there's i don't know i i think there's an it it starts it's it gets music and magic can get tangled up together well i i think music is magic just i'll say that because it's that you can be in the worst fucking mood drive to work and you hear a song and it just will send shivers and like tingles through your brain. It's just like something changes inside yeah. of you. And that's fucking magic to me. Like, I I mean, there's people out there who say they don't like music. They're not, they're very <laughs> yeah. rare. Those are NPCs. Don't, that would be like, <laughs> they don't have an inner dialogue either. Right. Be like going, I don't like food. <laughs> yeah. Right. Fuck eating. Well, you know, what's interesting about the, the 44, uh, 440 Hertz, right? supposedly and i haven't confirmed this myself but 44 represents the doors to hell not the gates to hell but if you're going from 432 to 440 right you just drop to zero that's like how numerology works and you have your 44 right there so and you see 44 a lot in the bible like whether it's through 12 you know 144 44 by itself four um so yeah and i and from what i understand too four is actually a really demonic number on its own kind of symbolizing earth like with the four seasons the four directions all these things like that like it's if you believe that we're in hell which i don't but some people are in that school of thought um or we're like at the highest level of hell here on earth then you know that that kind of plays into it right there but dude that's it that is a really interesting thing and there is this new freaking treatment speaking of frequencies and sounds there's this thing called the histotripsy that uh it's basically a cancer cure with sounds you know like it's a legit thing the fda is approving it they're the hospitals are starting to buy the machines now and uh so it kind of freaks you out a little bit because it's like you know if they're ready to give up that cancer cash cow that they have what's coming out next you know it's probably fake pandemics and vaccines and stuff but yeah man sound is powerful it's absolutely something very very real and and powerful you know there is a rife um the you know the, the 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 rife uh, machine and 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 just rife as a character he he uh i believe ah, was it turn of the century ish um was doing was was doing work in that field of of like finding um scenarios and that would happen with health you know i i i really don't like um i don't like the word disease because mm-hmm. I think a lot of uh, uh you know i think a lot of what we call disease are are, are it's it's it they're created scenarios. Sure. Um, and, and, but you, your body does get 
toxic and, and it does get out of balance. And so he was studying the the frequencies and the vibrate the, the the different vibrations and frequencies of a body in a particular state of imbalance. And then he was finding the exact opposite frequencies. Cause you know, you can, you can, one frequency can cancel out another frequency yeah. and, 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 and you would, you would hear nothing. And so his, his, his theory was if, <clears throat> if, you know, whatever this pain in this body part is resonating at these frequencies, well, then you, you shoot it with the, um, the opposite frequencies and it should in theory cancel out the, the issue. And, and there, there was, there was a lot of, there was, there was, a, there was a lot of progress being made in that direction. And, and I mean, you, if you get into like any of the old, uh, you know, uh, mud flood Tartarian, you know, like, like any, any of that type of talk, um, a lot of the old structures, those, yeah. those big massive organs, the, the big pipe organs, um, there's, there's, there, there's, there's a lot of compelling, um, reason to believe that those weren't um those weren't churches those weren't places of worship those were places of healing yeah and yeah and, we talk about that all the time my friend matt is huge dude, into that stuff ryan i was just gonna say john myself you and matt that would be a hell of a fucking uh, monday night masturbator dude, I, mean, I know he's he wants people to come on he wants new people so you guys are absolutely welcome in 9 p.m eastern time on monday so we can yeah, set I something mean, up dude and i'm talk gonna, about this stuff i'm right i'm right on the verge of taking a break but if you want to get john in on that action i'd like to join it at some point myself but uh yeah i was just sitting here as he starts saying that i was just like oh matt needs to be here right now yeah about this kind of he shit. talks about that like that's the reason that they're called organs like yeah. it's not a coincidence and then yeah the harmonics in some of these massive buildings and the way that they were powered even is like all healing to where how we do it now is all to throw our bodies off, man. Oh, we, we you know, I mean, what's you know, the leading cause of death worldwide uh, consistently year after year hospitals. And um, if you, if you just think about a hospital, you are going into a place where first of all, you're, you're in an electromagnetic hell storm. You know, you're just EMF, getting baked to to death you're under shitty light shitty unnatural light you're breathing shitty recycled air um if you are lucky enough to even have a window it's got uv coating on it so you're not getting any of the healthy uv you're not getting natural sunlight natural air you're eating shitty food shitty water you know i I, i'm pretty sure that hospitals don't deliver distilled water to their to their patients it's probably tap water filtered at best still got all that hydrofluoric silicic acid in it um at, at, at least so i mean yeah just just what we call a place of healing i think you know your average normie would say well yeah hospitals are places of healing i don't know i'd, I'd beg to differ uh, you know like i said shitty light shitty food shitty air you know shitty water they're being commercialized <laughs> too man where a lot of a lot of these hospitals like you literally like there's one here i won't say the name of it but uh my dad had open heart surgery recently and he went to uh you know the the good hospital here which is banner you know it's a you know it's a commercialized thing but there's another one man where he he says like you go there to die at this other hospital because his brother died there uh sister-in-law died there all like just by misdiagnosing these you know the, these people that a lot of people love man you know like people love these people that go in there and then they get you know treated like a number they try to cut costs and you know they get paid no matter what so they don't really give a damn you know like 
get them in, get them I, out. Like I said, I, I would, I would, I would highly recommend the 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 only way you would ever catch my ass inside of a hospital um, would be for something structural. You know, like like if like if you know if, if I had my arm severed and I needed you know somebody who a mechanic you know who could you know who could sew my arm back on yeah but but, but man I'd want to be all over that I'd want to know every goddamn thing that they're putting in me or want to put in me I'd 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 want to monitor that pretty fucking close especially I mean especially after the events of 2020 man I I I find it mind boggling that there are still so many people willing to willing to walk into a hospital. I mean, I mean yeah. we, we, we all witnessed the literal, like they were monetizing, they were, they were incentivizing death through monetization. Yeah, man. I mean, it was terrifying for us as a family. Cause you know, my, my parents and my sister, they're not to the same level of skepticism as I am, but they are, you know, like none of us got vaccinated. Thank God. And, and, you know, they're all questioning the government and questioning the morals of like these people in high places. But you know, my my dad truly did get helped by the system in this situation. Like he absolutely did. He feels fucking 20 years younger. Uh, he was out of breath constantly. I mean, like they actually did a great job here. So I'm very critical of the medical system, too. But sometimes, sometimes it really does do its job. Oh, no, well, hey, I mean, I mean yeah, I'll throw in on that. Just these last few days. Uh, this is a bit personal, but it's my fucking show. So I don't need to run any <laughs> filters here. Uh, uh my 36 and a half week pregnant baby mama fainted during dinner and I called the ambulance because I called her midwife first as, as she was like kind of almost to faint. She's like, if you can't get her down to the car, call the fucking ambulance. And I was just like having this like calling the ambulance. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, she's going to a hospital. And I was dreading mm. it. They get there three minutes flat. And I, from the very beginning, I'm like, all right, I just got to surrender. And they got her in. I followed them and they're going like fucking 15 miles an hour in a back way. And my conspiracy brain starts kicking in. I'm like, are they going to harvest her fucking organs? What the fuck are they doing? Why aren't the <laughs> lights on? And they're they flying. But I waited in the fucking uh, with her daughter and the midwife. We waited in the and I, my our goal was to stay out of the hospital entirely through this whole fucking process. So this was a huge thing. And yeah, they don't know what the fuck's wrong with her. She came <laughs> home yesterday, but nothing but good shit to say about everything. And I'm like looking at the hospital as an enemy through this entire process. And they just like never gave me a reason to validate that. No, I, I don't, don't get, don't get me wrong. I'm no, not, no, I, I'm on your there side, are, John. There, there, I, this there is are, an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there are really good, well-meaning people that work that are teachers in the government school system. There are good, yeah. well-meaning people that work for NASA. There are good, well-meaning people that work. Are for you Disney. sure? Are you sure about the NASA? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's one? a little. <laughs> well, no, I, I actually have. I actually know a couple of, of people who work for NASA and buy it hook, line, and sinker. They honestly good people it's it, it it was something it was, it was somewhat of a life goal and they they're really they're really proud well, they, they're, they're very good at cool. compartmentalization they almost need people like that they're like well, i again, just want to work for nasa well and, and and that gets you know it's 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 religious this 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 one person in particular that i'm thinking of is you know very much in that whole statist religion i mean and, and they they believe they believe i mean getting with nasa that's literally religion i mean you know the the vatican you know quite literally commissioned Copernicus to come up with 
the, the whole heliocentric model, you know. So, so, so I mean that that the whole you know the whole thing about space is is rooted in the Vatican trying to manipulate a particular view or or opinion or 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 outlook on on something as vast as what is up there when we when we look up and that, you know I mean if, if if nothing else I mean that that just shows right there that that you know I mean that, that that's not conspiratorial you can anyone can look up Copernicus well, find out who right. he was it's commissioned by the by, by the Vatican to come up with this model you know but when you look at like little kid programming the things you see the most cowboys and indians and I'm talking about boys Cowboys and Indians, astronauts, dinosaurs. Yes. Those fucking three things are jammed down your throat like an unlooped yep. dildo since you're fucking yep. old enough yep. to even conceptualize. Yep. And it never leaves us. No. I used to think dinosaurs were the shit. Um, and you <laughs> we, mentioned- You were right. They are shit. <laughs> I know. They're they're fun for kids. You know, you just got to you know, kind of look at it uh, like a dragon almost, but dragons were probably real. Well, so See, you could believe in that kind of shit when you're little, but there's adults believe that believe this. Yeah, yeah, which is wild. I'm but, sorry, John. I don't know where you stand on dinosaurs. Oh no, do, no. I will say, do you do you, do you do you realize? And and this is this is a, this is a whole other topic we could talk about forever. But do you realize there has been no complete dinosaur skeleton ever found anywhere? Only in movies. Only by in by movies. anyway, uh, and and people be like, oh, I went to the Smithsonian Institution and I saw it on a display. And it's like, man, those are that's all plaster of Paris. Yeah, you can even all, read the all, fine print at most yeah, museums and see even, that this is a composite. Yeah. That toe bone, we found that and we don't know what it is, yeah. but this is what and, it looked like. And, <laughs> and, and, and 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 if you get people thinking about it, it's, it's like, do you know how many freaking shopping malls and skyscrapers and office buildings and stuff have been built? Do you know how deep we have dug all over all over the world just to build just to build things and how come how come you, you you're never seeing like you know you know larry's construction team finding a an allosaurus you know right. skeleton it's always in these special places where they're you know paid you know through the university system or something or these archaeological dig sites and that just happen to produce these things but you never you know they they never find a brontosaurus when they're building a new walmart right that's 100 percent true man that's funny now now i mean i remember that recently there was something in wales where they supposedly dug something up and it was just like a small dinosaur type thing and it was uh, when i was doing research on the royal family um some weird unique like reptilian creature they found uh skeleton <laughs> of like i don't know how legit that is but i i mean i i ran with it because it was really fun that stuff was, to talk about that was queen lizard beast right i mean that's what i'm saying like you know it's just uh, and then you look at their whole connections but you mentioned the vatican dude that is one of my favorite topics do you think and if so like to what extent like uh, does uh the vatican have influence over music i think if 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 you uh i i would guess that you and i um are probably if 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 you like the topic of the vatican then um you know it's not too far of a stretch to you know that the, I just, it's the unholy trinity you've got the vatican the district of columbia and then the bank of london the crown you know that that that, that yeah. whole thing and you've got you know you've got military monetary mind you know you and 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 so i think the vatican is um got if 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 call it call it lucifer call it satan call it justin bieber whatever your name is for the 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 dark lord 
if the dark if, if if the if whatever is controlling darkness has a home office it's the fucking vatican you know and and, and i think that i think that lots uh, if not all narratives originate there sure and there's that great theory that islam was created by the vatican oh yeah. oh, oh have you have you read the book of yeah no, I yeah. just love the theory because it's like controlled opposition at its, its finest, if that it's, was true. Oh, oh it's fantastic. I mean, it's it, like it, a macro version of what's going on right now in the Israel and Palestine because Hamas is fucking Israeli intelligence. Right. Yeah. Openly. And people yeah. are still like justifying what's going on right now. It's like. <laughs> and, and, and elected, you know, democratically elected at that. But 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 no 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 I I think I think the the, the Vatican is is a is a is a is a, an enormous topic, um and and it it, it is yeah there's we could we could talk for hours about that I love their time machine that they supposedly have I actually believe in the time machine I think that that's legit um you guys need to see i've mentioned this to my audience many times you guys both ought to watch resurrected uh you'd love that movie if you're into the vatican and like the weird things that they do Mm. great film check that out resurrected okay is it it documentary or is it a fictional it's a uh what i call a mockumentary like a you know fake fake it's meant to look like found footage yeah found footage exactly but dude it's so good it's basically the premise is that the vatican figures out how to resurrect people Mm. and they use that (laughs) to convert everyone of all kinds of different religions to Catholicism. And if they have like bad, like shitty search history, like they look at a lot of porn or lots of, you know, nasty stuff online, then they, they can't be resurrected. Right. So it's just like this weird, like conspiracy where the Vatican's trying to kind of cover up some crimes and some weird shit that happens with some of the resurrected people. The FBI has a RP unit, a resurrected persons unit, and it's just, it's wild, dude. It's such a good movie, man. It's like, like, that, that does sound awesome. Yeah. You guys would both enjoy it. If you're, Did, do you know there's like streams for free? Yeah. It's on Tubi. Oh, I'll watch it. Yeah. There you go. Tubi. Tubi's the shit. But, uh, yeah, man, just all these different organizations, you know, having their toes in these kinds of things is one of my favorite things to look into. Yeah. I always, I always love, um, you know, you, 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 you watch <clears throat> cable news doesn't matter the, the the channel or flavor and um you know the it's historically always been very uh very anti um anti-christian you know anti-religion mm-hmm. you know that religion is mocked and all that but man when they have to change out a fucking pope it's 24 7 that that uh the little shot of the smoke you know waiting for the smoke color to change do we have a new pope yet do we have a new pope yet and it's and it's like uh, even even in my in my younger days when 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 i watched a a because i'm i'm the one of the only people in my family that isn't catholic and um and i would i would just i just remember just being a kid going why why are we so fixated on you know the exact knowing the exact moment of when a new pope is elected you know why it's why, like a why, it's like a know, gender reveal party yeah. why would cnn care you know i mean i i can understand where you know like maybe if you were catholic you might care but you know why why, why is it you know you know it was like you know like like o- chasing oj's you know bronco or something it was like 24 co- hour coverage of of this one thing it's, it's just Always raised a red flag to me, but yeah, no, the 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 Vatican is definitely um, at, at the center of, if not all, the things that um, hug at our little hearts and lives. 
Yep. Gentlemen, we have anything to close out on? I mean, I, I, I've got time, but if you have any like last thoughts you want to share before we call it a night, John, I'll let you go first. Cause I'll probably ask you more questions before it's over, but yeah, you, you want to like wrap this up in a bow for yourself? Yeah, no, man. I, I just, I think, um, I, I, I think that it is, it's always important when we're having these type of conversations to just, you know, to just state out there, you know, none of us know. I mean, at the end of the day, what does anyone really know about anything? You know, I mean, you could get really Zen about that, but you know, you, you do, you can see patterns and you can see when things keep, keep happening the same way. And they, and, and, and these, these, these patterns and these, and these procedures and stuff, they just keep happening. And so um, when looking at any, anything that, draws an audience, whether it's music, whether it's movies, whether it's print, um, podcasts, anything, anything that can draw an audience. I think, I, I think, um, it's always healthy to come to the table with a, with a, a, a healthy skeptical outlook on where that information might be originating from who's financing it. Um, why, why, why can, why can some people, you know, I mean, ice cube comes to mind. Why can some people talk about <laughs> things when other people can't, you know, and, 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 and they seem to flourish when other people are, are, are chastised for, for the very same thing. So uh, it, it, there, there's a lot of people don't want to hear it, but we, we, it, I think we're all best served if we just make our starting point some somewhere close to leave it on the table that everything that you possibly might know is is wrong be open to be be open to being wrong because that's when 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 you are programmed and we are all programmed we've all been programmed from birth um to some extent and when when you're programmed it's it it's all about being robotic and being you know and, and being obedient and being you know, consistent and all. And so when you break that programming, it's, 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 it's uncomfortable. And a lot of people get very uncomfortable when you, you start fucking with their programming and, and it could be just something, just something simple. I mean, there are still people losing their shit over the moon landing, you know, or, or, or and, 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 and the moon is a big trigger, <laughs> it, it, you know, and, 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 Again, we should be able to talk about 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 such things without without losing without losing your mind and 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 the uh, and I I hope I'm a big fan of bringing back good old fashioned peer pressure and I'd love to see more people start pushing back when people use the word conspiracy because you know it, it it's it's what, what conspiracy or conspiracy theorist has turned out to mean is anybody that isn't following the mainstream narrative, anybody, you know, right. and, 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 you know, you know, what? the, if, if narratives were um, a, if narratives were, were the dining experience, the restaurant industry, um, the mainstream news is like the fast food of, 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 of all of that. You know, it's, it's like, if we're, if we're talking narratives, if we're talking in, information, if we're talking, whatever, Whatever version of that is, it's 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 usually the you know if we're talking beer, you know mainstream beer is usually fast food garbage beer, you know, for for the most part. If we're talking 
cookies. We we get your language. Both Ryan and I are beer guys like yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so just just I don't know. Start start approaching things and uh, that way. Going is 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 this the fast food version of whatever topic matter the topic matter might be? And and a, and a lot of times it is. And if it's coming from sources like Fox or CNN or Alex Jones or 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 whatever BBC or whatever that's that's fast food man and and it's probably going to be garbage that's not good for you and it might make you shit your pants if you're really unlucky <laughs> there you go a mexican pizza is good every now and then though from taco bell my favorite <laughs> fast food item of all time but yeah no, dude to, i think to, that's to, really well said john yeah to to to, to taco bell's um credit they never use the word food on their menu <laughs> They don't. Yeah, they, they, they don't. They, they, they say, don't claim to they be say food. Craving a lot, and that's probably more close to the <laughs> yeah, truth. Yeah, go, 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 go. Try next time you're in Taco Bell. Try and find the word food anywhere. Yeah. I got a lot of respect for Taco Bell. I think. I think. I think they 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 created they've created an honest product. They're not claiming to be anything other than you know they're other than what they are. I, I, I think it was a. I think I think it was Chris Porter, the comedian, who said, you know, Taco Bell's like, hey man, we're putting shit in Doritos. Come down here now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and they just have the same like seven or eight ingredients, just mix and match it in different ways. Well, that's Mexican food in general, yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess. But pick your configuration and step to the left, please. <laughs> you said a lot there, John. Like the uh, the fact that people lose their shit over the moon landing. I got into a brutal argument at a Christmas party with a family member because we were talking about COVID. Um, she's a, a nurse, you know, ICU nurse, high level nurse, like really, really, you know, a, a, out of Phoenix um done some wild stuff and like went to new york at the height of the pandemic so she thought she was really brave by doing that you front know? line right right so <laughs> and i i give them shit about that and you know it, it it does take guts man if you believe that this is really the real narrative and then you're going there to do it you know it takes some balls like i don't agree with what the military does but i think a lot of those men when they sign up i think it's brave you know um but, you know, we're talking about COVID and I'm saying like, oh, the whole thing's bullshit and all this stuff. And she's like, I've seen it, you know, like all this stuff. And we end up, you know, kind of just ignoring it, moving on. And her husband was like, do you believe in all kinds of conspiracies? And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like a lot of different stuff. And he was like, where do you stand on the moon landing? And I was like, well, it's actually interesting if you look into it. And he was like, I can't. And he literally just so walked away. He just went to his line in the sand to see if you were worthy of a conversation. Yeah. And it's like he didn't even let me talk about Stanley Kubrick and how he got this <laughs> lens from freaking NASA and, you know, 2001, all this stuff. But, you know, people people don't want to hear some of this yeah, shit. I'm, I'm sure it's just coincidence. I'm sure it is. I <laughs> agree. But, yeah, man, John, you and I use a lot of the same language, man. And Colby, thank you for introducing us. And it was yeah, really right, cool right to meet you, too, you. man. Absolutely. Right right back at you, man. This is I, I, I could I could have these conversations every single day. And actually, I try to. So anytime you guys want to do this again and, and uh, you talked about um, bringing it. Was it Matt? You, you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Let's 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 make it happen. Yeah. We got to try and get Colby in there, too, man. What the, yeah. what the hell are you taking a break for? Well, my kid's going to be born here in the next month, so. No, oh, that's a uh, good reason. To I'm going to set the though. mic down for a couple months, but if you if if Matt could schedule a Monday like between now and the second week of November, which is not a lot of weeks, but if he, I know oh, he yeah. kind of if he schedules ahead and that's not doable, that's fine. But if he could do it, I'm down. So I'll text him right now, dude. We can. I'm sure that maybe we can even do it this coming Monday if you guys are down. I'd absolutely make time for it. We'll see. I mean, pretty, uh, pretty Colby, sure you got I, my phone number. 
Yes, I'm pretty sure I could squeeze in Monday too if that's possible. Uh, he doesn't have anybody already for. I mean, it's fucking Thursday. I know. We well, I'll see. I mean, he's been. Uh, a lot of us, man, have been kind of slowing down with the content that we're putting out and like not being as organized and like you know people used to plan months ahead for their shows, and now like that's why this was so cool to do, Cole, because like I don't have any show. I have no time, dude. Like right now, I have zero time. So it's cool to like get something like this together. That's actually, I think, a great conversation that we had too. And uh, you know, I can put it out for for people to hear and hopefully, you know, drive some traffic to your show. And hell yeah, dude, that'd be great. Um, we'll see, man. But yeah, dude, it was this was freaking cool. Yeah. Uh, if you want to text Matt, I'll just put my bow on it for tonight. These are the conversations I love. I mean, when I when John and I tried to do this the first time, and my power went out. You remember <laughs> that, John? Uh, yeah. That's all. Everybody's always uh, talking about, like, dude. As soon as I get damn cool Russians, office, yeah, fuckers. But <laughs> the power actually went out in Medford, Oregon, during a snowstorm. Believe it or not, and uh, I just doxed myself. But uh, we were just getting cooking with gas, and then all of a sudden, and I was like, "Oh, dude, no!" And then when we got together again, it was like timing was perfect. You would, you were sleep deprived. You had just driven like sixteen hours straight. And I, we just fucking rolled with it. And yeah. then uh, I, these conversations we have, they just get me thinking. Like, you talk about heliocentric. Like, I'm, I'm almost to the point where I think it's like infinite lands. We're a little tiny bubble, ruled by reptilians. I know that's a joke, but like David Ike's the only other guy that you've ever talked about to me that you said was always himself. And that yeah. was you, wasn't it? No, no, I was. I've, I've been in Ike's presence three times now, and. Yeah. Uh, and and he i i was expecting something different i was i was expecting more of an alex jones um experience and and, and I, ike was 100% legit and i've uh, i've since been on his uh, his son gareth's show twice and uh and and he's a good guy too no no I, no ike is I've never seen anybody that could uh first time I saw him was in the uh, at the Anarchapoco conference down in Acapulco and um I think it was Anarchapoco 3 3 or 4 but um Ike just I've never seen anyone off the cuff just talk he talked for like four over 4 hours and just mm-hmm. I mean it was it was and, and I mean not just talking but I mean like glued to just you were just glued to him you know and 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 I mean that that that, that man that man's got some uh that man's got some stories to tell, and and uh, and, and 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 he, and I lo- and I you know I I it was not lost on me that he is a he's a very gracious storyteller too. Like he's not he, he's not an he never came off as an asshole to me or anything, and he wasn't always he wasn't declarative. He wasn't saying I know this or whatever. He was saying this is this has been my experience. This is what I know. You know, it was always just like a lot of us do. Encourage people to. You you pick up the ball and run with it because you know I can tell you something all day long. I might I may be able to plant some seeds in your head, but you got to take those seeds and and and, and they got to grow to the point where it's like okay yeah I not that, you know you're not gonna you know a lot a lot of people that do this kind of work I think and I don't think you guys are like this at all, but a lot of people who are in alternative media um, I think it's their goal to change people's minds. And I don't think you can change people's minds. I don't think, you know, I, I just don't think you can. I, I think you can give people seeds of ideas and sparks of inspiration and, and all, but but they got to take it and and it's got to make sense to them. And then when it does, then they know it or they believe it. And then 
they're then they become another one of us and 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 they start talking to the to, to other people about this type of stuff and it just branches out from there but no i thought ike was ike was a uh, was very real surprisingly mm. real would you say he is cool. he's the ice cube of conspiracy theorists <laughs> I I don't know I I I I I don't know I do I do know unlike unlike Ice Cube who has lived a pretty charmed life I know Ike's been fucked with heavily yeah and I was just making a joke because yeah. you like because yeah, 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 yeah. you like yeah. Ice Cube I I actually I'd be all fucking grateful if Ice Cube turned out to be legit because you know I have a soft spot for gangster rap just because <laughs> i grew up in fucking southern idaho with zero black people and we just drove around and smoked pot in the back of a chevy blazer thumping rap and it was like that was oh. you know my introduction to rap but uh i don't know guys we got to do this again it sounds like a monday night mastered baiters might be in the works i'm gonna end this recording good night conspiracy players thank you for joining us <laughs>